Podcast de Chanel à l'Opéra de Paris. Creativity. Welcome to 355 Chanel's podcast at the Paris Opera. I am Anne Berest and I am a French writer. I am now at the Opéra Garnier, which is humming with the launch of this new season. Chanel and dance go a long way. It all goes back to Gabrielle Chanel's modernity. Dance inspired her new notions of enhancing both body and movement, and her idea of freedom. What does dancing mean today? What does the body say about our times? How does it express its modernity? I sat down with the choreographer, dancers and actresses. 355, le podcast de Chanel. 355. Good morning, Oad Narin. I'm very impressed to meet you. You are the resident choreographer of the famous Batsheva Dance Company, based in Tel Aviv. You are a legend. For the season's opening gala, you are presenting Bolero and Decadence, a creation of yours, with Aurélie Dupont and Diana Vigneva. And it's going to be my first question. Could you tell us about this creation? Bolero or Decadence? At first, Decadence. Decadence. Decadence is a title for uh, a piece that it's a modular that I can uh, play with and change. It's uh, made out of unfinished different sections from works that I've done over the years and I keep playing with it. And here for this production, again, I played with the um, transitions and with the choice of sections and created still called Decadence, but it's a, it's a work that was composed partially for this event and a lot about decadence is celebrating dance and could you tell us something about bolero bolero for me it's very interesting to do it in in france because of the you know the revel famous and i hope people are open because it's the score is by um, a japanese musician uh, who took the bolero music and made a, a transformation of it into a synthesizer in the 60s He was a genius uh, musician, Isao Tomita. He had a huge body of work and is, is a really a, um, a treasure. Um, and he, his music, his bolero, um, of course, it's different from the original. Mm -hmm. uh, so, first of all, um, it's interesting to know it. And when you listen to it and you know the original, you, you can be disturbed Surprise. in the beginning. But then yeah. you realize that he is respecting the music. And he has the ability to, to laugh at himself while he's trans, transposing the music. And it's, he's done it uh, very cleverly and in a genius way. Uh, it was done for my company uh, 10 years ago, maybe. And when Aurelie and uh, Diana wanted to dance together, I thought that would be the right choice for them. And they did it already two years ago. So now they're doing it again. What does Opéra Garnier mean to you? Is it special for you to show your work here? It's special for me to show my work everywhere. Um, it's, so there's more of similar feelings that I have when I, if I perform here, or I perform in yes. Japan, or I perform in yes. a small town in Switzerland. It's more 
that it's more like than different. There is a this it the feeling of grandeur, or mm-hmm. you know, it, it affects me a little bit with the approach to the choices that I made for decadence. The fact that I work with forty dancers of the Paris Opera, which is a big number. Usually, I work with less. Um, the relationship that I have with Paris audience for the last 10 years is very unique you know in in in, in addition to what i have in israel here i i keep showing the body of my work so now it's like coming it's yes. my second home a little bit yes because everybody loves you loves you in paris you are so so attendant so thank you mm. um Why are certain movements considered as modern? I think because I try to move as though as I have no style. Because style is something that represents essence. I t- try to go directly to the essence. I don't care so much about the presentation. I care about what I present. Yes, And this good. is my research. And when I meet the dancers of the Paris Opera, which are beautiful and strong, but they're also very much... Um, a discipline to perform in a particular style but they don't have to because they they have this we have the same body we have the same limitations we all have to obey the rule of gravity so we can come to a place where we go directly into what the body can do more like as an animal and we take um, for granted the technique the school and all of that and we become free um about uh, freedom I can just say that freedom, Sorry, it's, yes. it's, it's an important issue maybe, the freedom, because freedom for me is not about doing whatever you want. Freedom for me comes from uh, understanding the, the rules, from understanding the pos- scope of possibilities, it's from responsibility, because it's about taking care of yourself and taking care of your colleagues. Uh, so freedom comes from knowledge, not from do whatever you want. Creativity. You have been the artistic director of Batsheva for almost 30 years. Have you noticed a lot of change in your work in these three decades? Um, I think my toolbox has mm-hmm. changed a lot. Mm-hmm. I have maybe the same box, but the tools are different. Okay. And uh, it's a lot to do with what I can offer the dancers that do my work. Um, I have a language now that I can help dancers interpret the work and bring a narrative that I didn't write. And, it, and um, I think the, the ability to listen to the scope of sensation and turn on the volume of so many things or turn down the volume become a lot more accessible to us, me and my dancers. Um, so... I learned to choreograph by choreographing. So now I've been learning for a long time. Your method, Gaga, it's expanding more and more a lot of countries. So could you explain what is Gaga? Well, Gaga is the movement language in which my company is trained. Instead of starting the day with a ballet class, we mm-hmm. start with a Gaga class. But Gaga also is, has offering a venue to people that have no ambition to be on stage. People that don't okay. do it to perform, but to do it for their well-being. And my dancers also do it for the well-being. So it's, it's about listening to the body before you tell it what to do. 
It's about strengthening your body. It's about the ability to laugh at ourselves. It's about speed, texture, volume, delicacy. It's about listening to places of blockages and atrophy in our body, recognizing mm. bad habits, acquiring new ones, giving up bad habits, um, the so joy of movement. Everybody the, can be, do Gaga. Everybody, yes, uh, everybody should dance. I, Even if not Gaga, at least everybody okay. should dance. I didn't know. When did you first know that you were going to be a dancer? Only when I started, um, when I was... I started training very late and I was lucky to have kind of an easy body. So easy body for a man dancer, it was something that was interesting for my teachers. So very quickly I, I, I managed to be, to be part of a Bacheva company actually in the 70s as a dancer. And only then I realized, okay, this is what I'm doing. I wasn't planning on it. Your mother were a dancer, no? My mother yes. was a choreographer. And choreographer. She was choreographer. She hurt both of her knees when she was very young, so she was never really a dancer, but she was, she's a beautiful mover and coordinator, very musical. What do you like so much in movement? I think the sense of life, being alive, the animal, that it connecting to the animal I am. Uh, it... Um, connect to the research of discovering delicacy, yielding, letting go, my explosive power. I can turn my demons and my anxiety and my anger into sometimes clear form and something that uh, make me calmer. Um, it's beautiful to watch and it's beautiful to do. It connects my effort with pleasure. It's cleansing. What qualities do you expect from a dancer? What makes a good dancer? Many things. It's never one thing. It's really... It's, a good dancer, it's a lot of things. It's, it's, a com, it's a connection between the passion and the power of imagination and the skills. You can, have, you can be very imaginative, but with no skills. You can be very passionate with no imagine. So you need to find the combination of all the three. I call it the holy trinity. Imagination, the power of imagination the passion and skills and if a dancer possess all of those and also with the love of learning and research then he has the potential to be a good dancer is there a sentence something which you often tell to your dancers um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of talking actually that's going on because uh, we use a lot of imagery and metaphors uh, to help them sense. I don't tell them what to feel and I never discuss feelings, but I create room for, for, for big feelings and I expect big feelings. Um, so, you know, the idea of the flow of energy, uh, the letting go, the delicacy, explosivity, the clarity of form, things that we talk about and how to achieve it, there's a lot of discussion about it. I think it's in Bolero, your dancers will wear costumes specially designed by Carla Garfeld. Um, have you seen them? I just saw them. Yes? Yeah. Can, you nice. tell the cat, can you tell us something they're, about them? It, they are based on the original costume that were made for it. They were made, you know, they, they look at the photos of the original and, and they made it uh, um, more connect to how they, they produce... Uh, chic and clean but it's very simple it's 
the idea is very simple. It's, you know. What would you say is the most important in a costume which a dancer will wear on stage? That we see him and not the costumes. Yes. Like a dress. I guess. <laughs> Did you know that Gabriel Chanel had taken dancing lessons with Isadora Duncan? No. Yes. No. <laughs> It's nice to know. Uh, do you think uh, Gabriel would have like Gaga? <laughs> I would like to hope that everyone would like Gaga because it's not about lacking Gaga. It's about lacking your own body, not for what it looks like, but what it sounds like and accept it. Where do you draw your inspiration from? It's a question that people ask me. Yes. And... Uh, <laughs> I think it, it connects to a lot of things. Yes, to answer it honestly, mm. I don't know how. I can say that a lot of it comes from my, 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 my connection to my, uh, the child I am, which means someone who likes, is curious, like, you know, like the act of learning, like the idea of playing. I like to think of everything as, as a game a little bit, and I take the game seriously, but try not to take myself seriously. Um... Yes, like child playing seriously. Yeah, and I like strong. I like to feel a lot, um, and what, when things make me give me strong feelings, I try to understand why, why did I feel that way, and then I try to put it into my research and my process. Creativity. A little questionnaire, three questions. Okay. Very short question. If you were a part of your body, which one would it be? Mm. My rectum. If you were another body than yours, whose would it be? Whose would it be? Yes. Another body of yours? Uh, Emmanuel uh, Epstein. Who would you like to see dance? Who would I like to see yes. dance? I think I would like to see, I can say in general... I think if uh, uh, soldiers, we get some dance classes, we might have less wars. Thank you. Todahaba. My pleasure. 355. 355. 355.